Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. What happens when a popular rock radio DJ retires, sells everything, and with his wife, takes off in an RV to see America? It's the Rockin' the RV Life podcast with Jeff and Patty. Join them each week as they share their experiences while giving you advice and tips along the way. Welcome to our podcast. It's about us living and traveling in our RV. And right now we're heading to New England with Maine and Nova Scotia on our radar. Oh, yeah. And if you can imagine, we have been in a lot of campgrounds. We've seen a lot of things, haven't we? Yeah, we sure have. We've seen people sleeping on the ground or on a picnic table in just a sleeping bag. Seen a lot of tent campers, many in the backcountry where RVs can't get to. We've seen a lot of pop-up campers, you know, pickups with campers, Jeeps, Subarus with the roof tents, all the class A, B, C, whatever, motorhomes, <laughs> Super Zs, every type of towable you can imagine. Even homemade stuff we've seen on the oh, road. Yeah. <laughs> now, is the hot RV trend cooling off due to the high fuel prices? I would say it is. But we are seeing another trend, a desire for some to have more luxurious RVs. The high-end RV market is expanding pretty fast. Yeah, and there's a lot of manufacturers like uh, Palazzo. They just introduced their superior RV that has a two-story design (laughs) with a deck on top. That's crazy. Now, remember, bridges are about 13 feet, 6 inches tall. You got to be careful what you drive on the road. Yeah. This thing has a two-story design with a deck on top. (laughs) You pull into your campsite, you press a button, part of the roof goes up, revealing a nice upper deck underneath. Oh, $3 million. (laughs) But people want that stuff. There's a model from Furion that comes with a helicopter landing pad. Yep, the helicopter is an option. But folks with a lot of money are getting in on the RV trend, too. And they want them big, they want them luxurious, and they want exclusivity in campgrounds. They're not going to stay in the same place as you and I are, right? (laughs) No. (laughs) So we've got Newmar, Newell, Prevost, Integra, Tiffin, Marathon, Millennium, all selling RVs in the million-dollar-plus range. And... Anderson Mobile Estates is the favorite for celebrities like rock stars, country western stars, sports figures, movie stars. Simon Cowell has an RV. 30 tons, 22 wheels, two bedrooms, two bathrooms, a full kitchen, an office, huge TV screens. $2.5 million he spent on that. (laughs) We'll never see any of those. No. So where do you see those amazing RVs? Not in the campgrounds we go to. They mostly stay in luxurious RV resorts. Mm -hmm. And there's really not a whole lot of those. Well, (laughs) there isn't, but we decided to go to one. One that's on our way to New England, right on our route. It's called Heartside Grove Lake Erie, and it's located in Geneva-on-the-Lake, just about an hour from Cleveland, Ohio. Eric and Diane France are the owners. Forget about your typical dirt and gravel RV park. You won't find 
any of that there. The sites are huge with level cement pads. It's Ohio's most luxurious motor coach RV resort. And we were so amazed that we decided to talk with owner Eric France. Eric, welcome to our podcast. Thank you very much. It's great having you both here. Well, I've got to tell you, this is probably the best RV park campsite, whatever you want to call it, that we have ever been to. Oh my gosh. We've been to like about 150 campsites since we've been full-timing this. And uh, I'd have to say this is my favorite. And (laughs) I want to thank you for spoiling my wife. (laughs) (laughs) You're quite welcome. (laughs) Well, you know, there's all sorts of different ways of doing this. And I guess what we should basically establish is that you have been a camper all your life. Absolutely. I, you know, I, I, for me, every form of camping is so much fun. Mm-hmm. And while I don't necessarily envy any longer those days of sleeping on the ground in a sleeping bag, right. you know, but it's still there's still nostalgia behind that. And the right. same with all the other forms of camping. And we've done all of those from the pop-ups to the pull-behind trailers and the fifth wheel and the class c and class a motorhomes and and we love them all we've gotten a little bit older and we're not 20 anymore we feel the same way you know, i remember patty called me up once she was camping with our daughter and she goes i slept on the ground last night <laughs> you know but you do something totally unique and different here how would you describe it well that's a great question and early on we had to really i had to really wrap my mind around what do we call ourselves and mm-hmm. and where we ended up and and obviously we learned this from people who've known it for many years longer than we have but this is a motor coach resort so sometimes the term resort gets a bit abused in the rv world you know sometimes i hear rv resort and i don't necessarily know what that means right so we recognize that, that can be a bit confusing still but we are a motor coach resort and even more accurately, I suppose, we, we in marketing materials at least will say it's a luxury motor coach resort, which is which is how we see ourselves positioned. Do you ever get anybody that wants to come in that are pulling a fifth wheel? And I would imagine you get some of that. We thing. do. Yeah. We do. We work hard to educate people before they get too far into the process, you know, through our website and the conversations to try to head that off mm-hmm. because we have sensitivity to it. We, we love those other types of camping. Of course, we just are exclusively class A. So we, we do have to work through that. And, and of course, there are so many RVs on the road. Not everybody even knows if they're in a class A or not. Right. You know, there's misconception about, I mean, it's a, it's a beautiful pull behind trailer. Isn't it class A, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and so we have to be careful not to be condescending because we're not, mm-hmm. we, we just have to explain what it is. Right. We also have some other requirements, which um, include uh, primarily the age of the unit. And that creates a bit of consternation with right. some. Mm-hmm. Yes. And our workaround to that is to say simply, uh, if you'll just send us a picture, if we see a photo of your unit and if it looks nice, we'd love to have you. And of course, there are some, well, right now, today, we have a 30-year-old coach here that uh, was in its day, was probably the very top of the line. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, and, he's uh, and in it's, here. it's here. We scratched our head and we said, is it okay? We hoped it was going to be as presentable in person and it was fine. We yes. rolled in and we said, you know what? That's a nice looking coach. Yes. But 
not all look that great even after five or ten years so oh, yeah. we just be a little careful yeah. about that yeah. i mean you wouldn't believe some of the stuff we've seen <laughs> yeah <laughs> but you know sure. you are constructed for class a motorhomes mm-hmm. you drive in your class a and you pull forward pull in and i love that all the utilities and everything are set up for class a motorhomes. every single so, campsite in here is a pull-in and which it makes is sense. great right and you're facing either a pond or the woods. It's just beautiful. Right. Taking advantage of that big windshield. Yes. You don't want to necessarily look across the street and exactly. look at someone else's campsite. And not only that, but the lots are very wide. Yes. They are. They are. We don't necessarily speak terribly openly about this, but we believe we have probably the largest lots in the luxury motor coach world. Wow. And our lots are on average nine to 10,000 square feet. Wow. Each of them. None are smaller than that, but mm-hmm. we have some that are, well, we have some that are in the 15,000 plus range. So that's, you know, a nine or 10,000 square foot lot is is a fifth of an acre, slightly yeah. over even. I, if I did my math right in my head there, but, you know, about a fifth of an acre for a lot. So that means that you're not right next door to your neighbor. You still have the community feeling, of course, in the resort. But yes. because we go uh, an additional step in that our lots can be purchased, which is different. And in the luxury motor coach world, it's not different, but right. for campgrounds, it's different. Mm-hmm. And so our lots can be purchased, and uh, an individual who might buy one can build a bungalow on that with the guidance of our design team. Mm-hmm. And we have a, our construction company involved and we could bring a landscape designer in and so when you have a 9,000 square foot lot with a coach on it and if you add a coach house which could be up to for in our case 2,200 square feet for a coach house which is a pretty large right I guess home you can really bring all of the amenities you're used to from your primary or your past residence more often it's the past residence if someone maybe downsizes and hits the road and they want a place to spend time in the summer and still have family or grandkids over mm-hmm. uh, or, or host their neighbors and so it gives us a lot of opportunities having large lots. It's really a great formula because people invest a lot in their motorhomes and you have invested a lot here. You're totally different from anyone else where I could come in and purchase a lot. I can put a gas fire pit on it if I want, Mm -hmm. a patio with furniture, and and then if I want to add a building, I think there's are there four different types? or Right. We, we started with four different types. We've added a fifth one, mm-hmm. from at least on the homes themselves, from 600 square feet up to 2,200. Mm-hmm. We wanted to try to make sure we had something that was small for people who really don't need a lot of indoor space, but sometimes they want a place to keep a few toys or uh, just, you know. But I would imagine that not everybody necessarily would build something on it. Do they just, they'll buy the lot just for their RV or... Is everybody have the intention of building maybe eventually? I would say that probably everyone comes to the mindset of thinking they're going to build something eventually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we don't require it. Right. And we do have owners who haven't built anything on their lots yet. And that's totally fine with us. No requirements to. What's also interesting is we do have owners who are buying multiple lots because they see it as an opportunity. And, and now, often on those multiple lots, they're also building out, a, as you mentioned, uh, Jeff, with maybe a fire pit mm-hmm. or a patio, so that it can go in the rental pool and it becomes a tool for them to make a bit of money on, yes. their, on their investment. Right. And um, it may be a lot that they themselves never use, or, or perhaps they do. If maybe they put in the rental pool and it's the only one they own, which is mm-hmm. totally fine. Mm-hmm. But it's a win-win for everyone right. to, uh, to do that. And, you know, that, that speaks to the mix of 
of our guests because we certainly do encourage and mix people who are residents or owners here with people who might come in for just a couple of nights. Mm -hmm. To us, that market of overnighters is our lifeblood. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's how we expose people to the lifestyle. And what's really great about it is all of our owners not only recognize that, but because RVers are really friendly anyway, it gives them new people to talk to, mm-hmm. new potential friends and right. people to hang out at the clubhouse or the pool. And so mm-hmm. it's a very welcoming community. If they never buy, it's totally fine. There's a lot of people who have great friends who come in two or three times in the summer, maybe, you know, and they're friends with the owners. Yeah, It's really a great combination because you can come in and spend a night if you want or two nights or three nights. Or if you want, you can purchase a lot. You can build on it. And at the same time, you can rent it. Mm-hmm. That's a right. pretty yeah. wide spectrum. And there. you can just build maybe just a patio, a beautiful patio overlooking the pond with a fire pit. You don't have to build a whole little house, right? right. And just oh my, Patty gosh. would take the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But also, your clubhouse is absolutely beautiful, and the swimming pool, Thank very you. top of the line. Thank you. I love it. We have a lot of fun events in those spaces. We do some of the programming for those spaces, but what's also really fun is that the people who are becoming residents here are starting to develop their own activities. You know, we have we have somebody who recently they wanted to start uh, teaching a pickleball class, and uh, someone else wanted to organize a certain day of the week where they meet up for card playing, or they do a Sunday evening potluck, and all the owners bring whatever. And so there's really a strong sense of community, and those spaces that you just described are so important for that. It's those mm-hmm. nice spaces that everybody oh, can show up at. Yes. So we keep that community kitchen stocked nicely, mm-hmm. a lot of tables and chairs, and a lot of comfortable features to, mm-hmm. to make it a good space. Very nice. And you're surrounded by some really nice things. I enjoy just riding my bike through here. It's oh, fantastic. And, it is. and then, of course, you go across the street and you have lake erie yes and right across got the street that amazing bike path that mm-hmm. goes all the way into geneva on the lake yes i mean what could go wrong mm-hmm. right right <laughs> the marina's right there the beach the active lifestyle is something we really promote but there are those who prefer to rent one of our golf carts and it's a little less active but they absolutely love driving through the state park which we're surrounded by the state park mm-hmm. this property was a golf course that existed before the state park existed right and when the state park was formed and they bought the land they they didn't acquire the golf course for whatever reason uh-huh. golf course was always sandwiched right in the middle and uh, it was really for us one of the most important reasons to locate it here because of the serenity that comes with the state park but then the accessibility with a bike or a golf cart to then buzz through the state park and end up in the village of geneva on the lake when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So then how did you get started in this? How did this all happen for you? A bit by accident, I think. We are RVers, my mm-hmm. wife and I, and mm-hmm. our, our kids were in their teen years, latter end of their teen years at the time. This was actually in 2017. Mm-hmm. And we stayed at Hearthside Grove in Petoskey, Michigan. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, for anyone who hasn't done that, I would encourage that opportunity because 
we didn't know anything about Hearthstone Grove. We just knew we were in Upper Michigan. We had done the Mackinac Bridge. We right. had uh-huh. explored, yep. you know, those areas, and yeah. we needed a place to stay. We knew there were some nice places, and it was fall when there were plenty of choices. So we didn't plan very far ahead on that trip. Mm-hmm. And we ended up at Hearthside a bit by accident and just we were blown away. Wow. I had never experienced, I never knew that that type of resort existed. And, and they are very much, I, I consider the gold standard for luxury motorcoach resorts. There are certainly others that are equally nice in different ways, but Hearthside in Petoskey is, is fantastic. So we came back home after that trip I worked for a company at the time that allowed me to develop a, a couple projects for them, and we were in the in the midst of trying to figure out the next project to develop. and And so, the first idea that really was forming was how to do a an upscale campground. Right. And at the time, uh, there were a lot of different partners at the governmental level that had to be involved because how we were going to do that project, and it fell through. And so, me thinking back to the Harside experience. And Diane, the same, we said, wow, this has legs for this area, mm-hmm. but how to pull it off. And right. uh, so I was fortunate to have a couple of uh, good friends who had been dangling a carrot to me to say, hey, why don't you join us? And they had the ability to uh, really fund a project like this. Wow. So um, it was a bit of a leap of faith on all of our parts. I had a career to walk away from. I was a resort general manager, and they had a lot of investment on yeah. the line. We pooled our efforts and through a, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, you know, worked really furiously. And, and of course, a critical component was to find a partner who knew this line of business. Right. And so reaching back out to uh, our side, the only luxury motorcoach resort I had as a frame of reference. Mm-hmm. So I reached out to them first. And uh, Craig Rose, uh, the Rose family, were involved in a, a few enterprises in the Petoskey area and had, had done well. And Craig and his brother Kirk had started uh, Hearthside in Petoskey. So Craig uh, was receptive to more conversation. And one thing led to another, and then he helped us to pick this property. And he helped us actually did a lot of the layout and design, saying here's what could be different from what they'd experienced. Oh, I mean, they they had nice. a very successful model, but they yes. had also they've been there now for about 20 years. And coaches have changed, needs and expectations have changed. And uh, plus, there's always room for something new in the market. Mm-hmm. So he proposed uh, you know, some of these design elements you see. And it's uh, really taken off. Well, the good news is you didn't have to redesign the wheel or reinvent the wheel, so to speak. Right, or start from scratch. But like any endeavor, most people have no clue the risk involved. And, you know, you deserve the reward because the risk, the regulations, what goes into it, how it is all configured and designed, that is a tremendous amount of work. (laughs) It is. It is. And there have been years you know through this whole process where we didn't know if we'd make it you know mm-hmm. in, in any business i'm certain right it, sure. it applies to anyone when you really go out on a limb and, and you think that there's a, a, a new market or a yeah. you know a new location for something we all wondered from time to time if we were going to survive the whole process <sighs> but you know here we are and every day now it's like okay this is this is, this is now fine you know we know yeah. it's going to make it now mm-hmm. well it's great that you and your wife diane are and she couldn't be with us because she's busy right now. Right. But you guys are hands-on. You got your arms around this thing, and you're here every day. Here we are in Northeast Ohio. So what's this place like in the winter? Are you open? Of course, there's homes here. So are people living in the homes during the winter? Right. You know, this is an evolving resort. So it's going to be so much fun to see what it feels like in another five years. I think that we will be robust in winter someday. Mm-hmm. 
but we are open year round and we do encourage people to use the resort year round and the homes are certainly capable our, our homes are well insulated and we don't winterize our individual homes on lots you know there's not a desire to do that or a need you never have to worry about the homes in the winter time do you that's right we don't they are as any other home you know they're yeah. insulated properly right. and they don't require any special care mm-hmm. to go through the winter and and that's especially helpful because some of our owners live uh, Cleveland area, Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, they're an easy drive and they might want to spend a winter's weekend here. Right. But we do encourage it because we have snowmobile trails in the park oh, and yes. things of that nature. We haven't really explored all of that yet, but there is a great opportunity here. Now, we are in the snow belt, but what's interesting is I live off of the lake about 20 miles and we get easily probably 10 times as much snow there as we do right. here because the lake effect as it comes across the lake, you know, it picks up that moisture, but it drops it south. A little yeah. bit further in. Right. Mm-hmm. Further in. Right. Right. Yeah. right. So, so, you know, right. I mean, it's certainly cold in winter, but mm-hmm. when you're from a northern climate, you just embrace it. If you're, if you're going to live in it, uh, you might as well just embrace it and make the most of it. And so that's what we're working hard to do. And we have, I think, some nice spaces. Clubhouse certainly is op- of available and open. Right. And we can have outdoor activities still that we described, like snowshoeing and cross-country skiing and Probably have an RV come by with a snowplow on the front. No. You're right. <laughs> but, well, speaking of RVs in the winter, you know, sometimes RVs and uh, wintertime don't really mix. Right. But if you are running your RV in the wintertime, you can come here and hook it up, can't you? You sure can. You mm-hmm. sure can. I have one or two owners who this past winter had, uh, had you know, with the wireless um you know signal that they have available in their coach from our from our fiber optic we have at each lot so we have good really good signal strength and they just monitor their temperatures from a distance if there had ever been a problem they we had a system in place where they'd let us know and we'd take next step action to protect their coach mm-hmm. but they wanted the ability to come in and out through the winter and yeah. possibly use it so we yeah. did we're really not known in this area as a go-to destination for vacations Right. Usually the opposite occurs. But there's a lot here, isn't there? There sure is. And I am one of those who have been on both sides of that fence because I remember a time thinking, why would people vacation in Northeast Ohio? Over the last 15 years or so, and me working in the hotel industry, I saw this firsthand where in like in 08 and 09, 2008, 2009, and when gas prices were shooting through the roof, instead of people going to the Gulf Coast and Florida and whatever, they were spending their hard-earned dollars to still get to a coastline somewhere and resort mm-hmm. uh, and enjoy it. There are so many things available to people that aren't commonly known maybe not only just in the cleveland area but i'll speak more just directly to here uh the wineries mm-hmm. oh, you know you you had a great experience at the wineries mm-hmm. oh my god it yep, was fantastic we did the wine tour now how many wineries are in this area honestly i've lost track but it's about I, 30 30 you know, some in, yeah in range. That's a lot and they're all unique yes live music mm-hmm. some of them well they all have fun wine right. some of them award-winning wine mm-hmm, mm-hmm great settings yes. for shopping or there's eating or there's you know what whatever there's yeah. something for everyone in the settings mm-hmm. so the wineries are a big deal in our yeah. area right. um, but not everybody drinks wine or wants to hop on a wine tour True. you know mm-hmm. so obviously the lake shore we consider a major draw with the charter fishing lots of charter fishing ah, and just yes. people who go i talk to some of our guests who go charter fishing and they just shake their head i mean they they catch their limits so fast on walleye and oh. they're having a great time. It's just, it's just 
great fishing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then in the wintertime, it's steelhead trout fishing. Right. Which wow. is yeah. really a big deal in uh-huh. fly fishing around here. Uh-huh. It's, it's not well known, not widely known. Maybe in that community it is, but uh-huh. the average person doesn't realize that. But it, mm-hmm. it is a big deal. Well, a good fisherman always says, uh, no, we didn't catch anything today. <laughs> exactly. That's the problem from a yeah. marketing perspective, I guess. <laughs> so, you know, then then when you think, well, what else is there? There's the, there's the Amish country and the cover bridge component, which right. has some appeal to, to some, the historical connection of those things. Underground Railroad is big in this area. So mm-hmm. there's little niches, the maritime industry and history. Uh, I mean, um, yeah, industry and history are are interesting to some people. You got Ashtabula. Ashtabula, that's Ashtabula. right. Mm-hmm. So all of those things make it uh, an interesting destination, a great destination. Mm-hmm. You know, if you like outdoor, I mean, we've got, in this county, there are four rivers designated as either wild or scenic or both. Wow. And for the Scenic Rivers Program in Ohio, that's a really hard designation to get. So we have some owners who love kayaking, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's really cool. Um, but others who are hikers, we've got some great hiking trails and yeah. a lot of natural preserve areas around us. Yeah. Yeah, lots to do here. Well, I'm a big promoter of Ohio because we could register and literally live in any state that we want, but we choose Ohio for several reasons. Well, we had to pay tax on our RV. We gladly paid the tax in Ohio, but it was to our advantage to register it in Ohio because the insurance rates were so low that after one, two, three years, you're so far ahead of the others. If we registered in South Dakota, our insurance rates would be double. Hmm. The cost of living in Ohio, the cost mm-hmm. of electricity, mm-hmm. not only that, but you know, we love the Southwest, it's fantastic, but there's no water. No water. <laughs> you can't even wash your car in some places. Yeah. Ohio, there's plenty of water. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know we're uh-huh. going to get more tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> That's right. So, yeah. But it is a uh, really great place. And I'm a big proponent of the Great Lakes. Yes. The history. Oh, my gosh. It's amazing. Right. It's It really is amazing. I could spend the rest of my life on the Great Lakes and not have mm-hmm. any issues whatsoever. Oh, yeah. That's right. You know, one of the other things that we think is important is accessibility. You know, and we are easily accessible. Yes. Ninety is a major thoroughfare. True. Mm-hmm. In fact, we have um, because there's not many luxury motor coach resorts in the country. There are a couple of dozen, from what I can tell. You know, and you see lists people put out. The ones that are just for classic coaches. There's a couple dozen, but I don't know of a single one in the northeastern part of the United States. So, our side, Michigan, of course, to the north of us, mm-hmm. is, a, is is fantastic. West, um, the the first one directly west I can think of is is Polson in Montana, which is a, okay. a a great resort. I've not been there, but they have um, you know a, a, a lot of people who are very favorable to that resort. I think it's very nice. Mm-hmm. To the south in North Carolina, Mountain Falls, Tennessee has some options as well. So, you know, there's a long. It's a good distance. Mm-hmm. Certainly, Ohio doesn't have any luxury motor coach resorts. Right. right. But we we get guests and we have owners who are coming from. Maryland, uh, or guests from New Jersey or New York mm-hmm. areas, New York, New Hampshire, who are just ecstatic that there's a motor coach resort that's not too far for them. Yes, <laughs> right. You know, and we're thinking, wow, I would have thought we were further, yeah, you know, considered further, but 
it's nice to be in this quadrant of the country and fill a need that wasn't being filled before. Eric, I want to thank you very much for being on our podcast. And being here has been a great experience. Oh, yes. I would recommend anybody with a Class A motorhome stop here, even if you and just spend one night. Just try it out. It's just love it. amazing. You're, it's going to spoil you. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. We've been, it's been great having you here. Yeah. Thank you very much for coming. Owner Eric France of Hearthside Grove Lake Erie Luxury Motorhome Resort. I take it this is your favorite part now. Oh my gosh, it sure is, Jeff. I loved it. This resort is surrounded by Geneva State Park, and it's right across the street from Lake Erie. Beautifully landscaped. Oh, the clubhouse is amazing. It's got a theater room, a workout room, a kitchen, comfy seating areas, and the pool and jacuzzi. Oh, beautiful. You can rent golf carts. You can rent electric bikes or kayaks. There's a lot to do there. Sure is. And the staff is super friendly. They sure are. Coming up next week on our podcast, a couple who travels throughout America and they have a very unique way of buying RVs. Mm -hmm. They usually buy them used, but barely used. Mm -hmm. Find out how. Oh my gosh. Coming up next week. Yep. It's the Rockin' the RV Life podcast with Jeff and Patty. Hear more of their adventures on the road with our next episode. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and tell your friends.